Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Kristen, how do you want to be announced? How do you want to act? Are you? Are you? Is it fair to say you're an actor? Yeah. Heavily involved in the theater scene? Yes, that's fair to say. Also a corporate communicator. That's okay. the day job. Yeah. Communicator. Actor, corporate communicator. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my thing. I like to combine them where it makes sense. Well, okay, that's what we're going to say. That Kristen's just announced it because she didn't know, but that was what we're using. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Six Show Podcast, Coping Copenhagen. My name is Owen, and of course I'm with Marius. Hi. And uh, unbeknownst to her, I introduced Kristen without her knowing. Hello, Kristen. Hello. How is everyone doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty good, yeah. Uh, you are listening to The Sexual Podcast, Coping Copenhagen, where we talk about life in Denmark and Scandinavia through through our own experiences living here and uh, and news. <laughs> yeah? Yes. I'm, I'm manic today, yes, you can tell. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we have guests on, and this week's guest is Kristen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, so you're, like you said, you are involved in the theatre scene and acting, and, and, and you've been quite deep involved in Denmark since you've been here. And how long has that been? Yeah, that's coming up on seven years this June. So it's been a while, but the first time I actually ever came to Denmark was 10 years ago last month. So mm. I spent all of my 20s knowing and loving Denmark. Wow. Wow. What, what brought you here? Yeah, basically uh, a way to study abroad without taking any more French, if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> that was the reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. That's a good reason. <laughs> I should have done that. <laughs> and then, but since you've been here, you you know you like you said you you uh, you're corporate. Uh, I, I, is that is that a thing? Can I say you're corporate? Uh, it's an unfortunate truth. Yes. Yeah, I um, actually do like my job, but it is mm. at a bank. So that's with my artsy <laughs> side and my day job side. It just feels wrong sometimes. So tell us about your artsy side. Then what what have you been involved in here in Denmark? Yeah. So I mean, I've been doing acting forever, really, my whole life. Uh, and then when I moved here, I decided, hey, forget the U.S. I'm out. I'm gonna stay uh, in Denmark. <laughs> then I kind of realized, oh yeah, my like favorite thing to do ever. Be involved in theater. I need mm. to find a, uh, an outlet for that. So I started out doing a lot of CTC stuff, Copenhagen Theater Circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, still shout involved out. with them. Yeah, shout out to those guys. Mm-hmm. And then recently, I'd say the last two years, weirdly, during Corona times, I've been exploring other avenues. Because surprisingly, there is a lot of international theater here in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's growing. And the Danish side and the kind of English language side are starting to find each other a bit more. So that's exciting. Ooh. Do you think there's do you think there's a uh, a possibility for an English theater scene to grow around Denmark as a whole? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just anecdotally, I know there's tons of Americans hiding all around the country, not just here in Copenhagen. Hi. Right. Okay. Yeah, they're hiding in plain sight. Yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. out. <laughs> Illegal <laughs> thespians. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm That's saying. Great. <laughs> yeah. But no, honestly, I mean, I think especially like in the major cities, like Albo, Aarhus, mm-hmm. uh, even Odense, there's definitely international communities. They're just not as I guess loud, you could say, yeah. as Copenhagen. So I think there's definitely. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say as me, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah, as loud as me, American here. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, yeah, because it it is something that um, we like to focus on. That like, yeah, there's cool stuff happening in Copenhagen, of course. But there's certainly are there communities already there, or it's definitely potential for stuff around Denmark. And I would sure, say there's sure. both. Yeah. And when it comes to theater. Yeah, yeah yes. absolutely. Um, so like I said, we talk about uh, life in Denmark and Copenhagen. Blah, 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 blah. Listen back 
two minutes ago to hear what I said. Yes. Um, and the way we do that is talk about uh, stories that we have found and and we discuss them about our through our own eyes and through the eyes of living in Denmark and all you're that. You're kind of very you're overcomplicating this. I'm sorry. Okay. We have so, looked at things online. And we have brought them to the show. I'm, I'm so I'm so hyper today. I'm like I'm I'm over I'm over exhausted for some reason. Okay. Um so let's just, let's get the ball rolling. Let's put that ball on the road and get it rolling. Oh god, I'm stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh Marius, please just just tell us a story. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, we're gonna do a, a bit of Scandi news. Uh, we're gonna go to Sweden. Oh yeah. And uh, we have we have previously covered that uh, there's been some um, suspect uh, movements in in the 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 North Sea, uh, both uh, surrounding Norway and Sweden, and and there's been some. Um, Yeah, but within in the sky and in, in in the water and in the sky. Yeah, you're uh, overcomplicating. Now I'm overcomplicating. <laughs> There's been some uh, detection of Russian uh, either fighter jets or potential submarines or or trained um, uh, not dolphins but something that looked like a dolphin. Porpoise. Whoa. There's been a lot of interesting uh, sort of movement from 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 Russia in Scandinavia. Yes. And uh, lately uh, in Sweden they have been experiencing a bunch of uh, drones. Um, flying over, uh, so there's three active um, nuclear power plants in Sweden. Yes, and uh, they have been uh, seen flying over these nuclear power plants, as well as uh, the uh, royal palaces. Really? Okay. Yes. And uh, that has, of course, uh, brought uh, sort of gotten people slightly nervous because uh, what if one of these drones, you know, crash into? I don't know. I don't know what could happen if it crashed into a, 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 Nuc- a nuclear. A, a, I don't know what they're cooling, called. Cooling tower? Doesn't cool. sound good either no, way. It doesn't yeah, sound yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't imagine that's Crashing a Crashing in nuclear, you're just like, no. I'm yeah, gonna, those like, words yeah. shouldn't combine. No. <laughs> uh, so obviously the police have been sort of uh, investigating this um, and and they've struggled to catch the any of these drone pilots. But uh, last week they caught one. Okay. Uh, when he was uh, flying over uh, the, the Royal Cal- uh, Palace, I think it was. Uh-huh. And they then opened his passport and found out that he was Russian. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which further sort of uh, made them su- suspect of this man. Yeah. Okay. Now, they have they have sort of contacted his his family and friends, and he claims he is just a tourist. And you know, could just that could be the case. He could just be a, mm. a, a drone no. enthusiast, no. a drone enthusiast into no. Swedish castles. And, and, and just sites. happened to, you know, be droning and filming at, at the wrong no time. Way. Sounds suspicious. Yes. It sounds no. suspicious, but but we can't know for sure. He, <laughs> he could just be really unlucky. Why would you fly a drone over a nuclear power plant? But that he didn't fly. He wasn't caught flying it over a nuclear power plant. This was just a palace. Oh, uh, just okay. But, so that could that is a there, legit tourist attraction. Sure, but there Fair. is there is a little push on the idea that one plus two equals Russian. <laughs> the classic equation. Yeah. <laughs> but is that that's that's what this hinted like they're saying there's been okay right right. right yeah yeah, right, yeah. Right. and um there's also the difference because a lot of the drones that have been spotted are non sort of not the uh, your <laughs> the military they're big massive. <laughs> yeah no they are kind of like uh, really? non sort of um uh, civilian civilian drones. Yeah. What kind yeah. did this guy have then? He had a civilian drone. Then. Okay. Hmm. So oh, now you're just throwing like spanners in the works. I don't know what to believe now. But that's why I like the story because like he could just be that one 
Russian guy <laughs> who'd gone to Sweden to drone film some palaces just while the whole, you know, uh, Russian uh, evil empire was, uh, yeah. you know, flying over uh, nuclear power plants and other things. Yeah. He could just be unlucky. Uh, did you just say Russian evil empire? I, 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 I think <laughs> I did. Because <laughs> I didn't want to say KGB because they're not Mary's, called the KGB anymore. I can't remember Uh-oh. what they're called. Mary's is like, Mary speaks for himself on this show, whatever he says. It's, it's, all it's, views it's all, are yeah, expressed yeah, 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 yeah. on his own. <laughs> He, his. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd stick to that. Yeah. I, I don't think there are more evil empire than a lot of the other evil empires, but... Uh, That's know. true. There's plenty. I Not mean, just singling out one, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair enough. Interesting. Um, so, it's all a bit... It's all a bit... Um, yeah. I mean, with the whole, uh, you know... Um, You know what? Where I actually heard about this first wasn't in an article. Wasn't this article? It was, it was it. on your drone enthusiast form. Yes, it's, it's <laughs> drone enthusiast and uh, Swedish uh, royal palaces <laughs> podcast. It's a very, very niche, niche. It's a niche one. <laughs> We're five guys, but we have a great time. No. <laughs> no, I actually heard it on a similarly niche podcast, a UFO podcast. Ooh, because there have been a lot of um, sightings yeah. of um, of. UAPs as they're unidentified aerial phenomenons as they're called now New not one, UFOs yeah, yeah. over nuclear power plants around the world Yeah. so it was sort of picked up that Sweden had flagged one of these over one of their uh, power mm. plants and they were like probably it's a drone but yeah. who knows are you saying is it? no we're not going to that did Denmark does... wait is anyone still did anyone catch what I was trying to do there Uh, X-Files? Oh, yeah, okay. I think yeah. it was okay. X-Files. Yeah, it was like, uh, vague, vaguely. Vague. Yeah, There was yeah. a hint of X-Files. It was noise <laughs> after UFOs. It's going yeah, to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's Do you ever always... feel like you, when you throw out a reference for something and you're like, wait, did I just date myself there? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> Has Denmark ever had or does it have nuclear power? I don't know. Oh. The truth is out there. After... <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. But there is one. So you know, if you look across to Sweden from Copenhagen, um, there's Malmo, and then there's these two big, square-looking things. Basabik. Isn't that a nuclear power plant, or what? Yeah, uh, mm. it definitely was. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they shut it down. Yeah, I think it's shut down now. Yeah. But that's a nuclear power plant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. I, I remember people being like, "Why'd you put it so close to?" Copenhagen. Mm. I think people are a bit pissed about that. Yeah, I remember we had some some debates in school. It's about a lot it. closer to Malmo. Really, though. debates in <laughs> yeah. school. Oh, really, that was like our mini Cold War kind of thing. <laughs> that What classic the... <laughs> Danish-Swedish uh, yeah, 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 fight. Yeah. Uh, so, because yeah, everyone remembered Chernobyl and was like, "Well, fuck, we don't want that to happen." <laughs> We're going deep in this I think story. That, that was that was the that was, I think that was the general consensus of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I, any, I, I, I'm going to say something a bit controversial. I, I'm not 100% against nuclear power. Oh, I don't think that's controversial at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I think that's that's You're okay. okay yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. It's it's. The issue is not nuclear power; it's the waste, and yeah. we're getting better at dealing with that. But it's a uh, it's way more efficient than a lot of other mm-hmm. uh, resources. Did you see that there is a breakthrough this week uh, with cold fusion? Really? Yeah, in England, there's like they've they've it's like meant to be like next level step in cold fusion. Hmm. So it's no longer just like fiction, I, fictional idea of like oh, if we could make you know infinite free energy, it's like pretty close. 
That's wild. Wait, wait, wait. Are you breaking that we have <laughs> infinite energy on it's the podcast? Okay, no, no. It's not infinite free energy, but it's like very low um, carbon output or, 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 or footprint, mm. uh, like incredibly low, very high uh, like energy for minimal effort. Okay, I did not read about well. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold Fusion's like... Gotta check we're, it out. We're on, the, we're on the doorstep of it. Maybe. No, I won't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <Stereo>. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that, that was my story. Oh, <laughs> nice and nice and smooth. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Uh, Chris? Yeah. What did you bring us? So the story I brought, it stuck out to me mainly because I am a non-EU citizen. We're a fun classification under EU citizens. And of mm -hmm. course, then they are under the Danes. Mm -hmm. uh, so anything about immigration, residence permits, I'm all ears. I keep very close to that kind of news. Yeah. So I saw, and this went quite viral. So probably many of you have seen it. There was a Facebook video that went viral um, of an 18-year-old. Uh, here in Denmark. She was born and raised here, but her parents are from Bosnia. Mm -hmm. uh, and unfortunately, her uh, permanent residency application was denied because she switched uh, high schools. And because of the way the schools worked, she had a four-month gap, quote-unquote, in her uh, education slash employment history. So because of that, no. uh, they denied her application. What? Yeah, so it was an outrage, and uh, whoever she was working with, whether it was politicians, media, I don't know, but they did the right thing, and they made a big stink on uh, you know social media, traditional media, which is definitely the right way to go, I've noticed, with these kind of things in Denmark. Mm. There's been a lot of these over the years where... The rules are so strict and then someone slips through the cracks. But if you go and say, hey, this is what happened to me and yeah. you get the public behind you, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. then it can get overturned. So that's the article I saw just from a couple of days ago that yeah. actually uh, the immigration ministry has said they will revisit these rules, but only for these cases where it's people who were born and raised here and they're under the age of 19, like in this girl's case. Uh -huh. Uh, so for me, definitely, it's still very strict on the work uh, requirements. But I just thought it was really interesting because I think, at least anecdotally from where I'm sitting, a lot of Danes don't even know how harsh these rules are. They mm -hmm. would think someone like her who, born here, speaks fluent Danish. She is as Danish as you can be. She talked about loving Yule and mm -hmm. Tadaleta and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. Brown sauce, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, funny enough, she has a visa thing in her uh, passport, her Bosnian passport that says she was born in Denmark. So something What? is just not adding up here. Right. And on yeah. her residence card for Denmark, it says, where was she born? Denmark. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're as Danish as can be, <laughs> but you still have to jump through all these hoops uh, because you're technically a non-EU citizen. Hold on, back up. So if you're born in Denmark, she was born in Denmark. To foreign, quote-unquote, parents. Her parents were Bosnian. You don't have automatic citizenship if no. you're, if you're no. born. Get the front door. Are you serious? I'm serious. Right. And I think for a while, I could be wrong here, I don't know how recent it was, but I think for a long time too, it was, if your mother was Danish, then yeah. you were good to go. But if your father was Danish and your mother was not, mm, a bit harder for you. Really? But they've changed that now. Yeah. But that was the case for a while. If your, that is, if yeah. your mother was dead. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it just goes to show, like, I think these rules are really harsh on everyone who has to go through them. Yeah. Uh, but it sometimes takes a story like this for kind of the everyday voter or, you know, citizen to go, hey, wait, maybe our rules are not actually working. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, I, I'm, I'm an EU citizen. I'm one of those ones. And I, I live here... I'm not a citizen, 
like living I'm I'm not a Danish citizen like per se but like I I I don't stop to think about it at all. I get there's nothing in my day makes me think oh what 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 does it take to live here. So what what is it for you? Yeah, so for me it's that's also why this story really caught my eye because uh you know knock on wood here that it all goes to plan <laughs> but my permanent residency application as a non-EU citizen is pending right now. I submitted it last year. Mm-hmm. The max processing time is 10 months so by August we'll know for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's the same with my girlfriend. She's also waiting for her answer. Yeah. yeah, and it takes a while, but if it all goes to plan, that will be great because at the moment I'm actually on what's called the pay limit scheme work permit. Okay. So what that is is that you need to have a full time job that hits a certain uh, salary threshold. Yeah. Uh, that's the main gist of it. Um, but yeah, I have to renew that every couple of years. And if, for example, tomorrow my company says, "Hmm, it's been lovely, but..." You gotta go. Yeah. I would have six months to find something new, or else, uh, basically, to I'm that equivalent, out. like, or any kind of job, or does it, it has have... to be at least for this visa that I would want to stay on. It has to be within um, a threshold, which I think is like the equivalent of if you were on like kind of benefits for the whole year plus yeah. a little extra. Okay. So it's they're basically saying, okay, you have to have a somewhat high paying. Ooh, dropping my phone, breaking <laughs> everything here. I'm so passionate about this, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you have to have like a above average income basically okay. so and the scary thing with that is too you'd say oh okay we well, have to maybe go home for a bit you find a new job you move back right mm-hmm. well the clock starts over at zero mm. as soon as you uh. are kicked out so for me we're talking like i said earlier almost seven years of kind of time i've been banking yeah uh to get this permanent residency permit so once i get it i can breathe a bit of a sigh of relief you said in the article uh there because she changed the whole, this whole thing happened of course we, we focused in on the fact that she was like well i sorry i focused in on the fact that she'd been born here and everything but uh the you said that she changed schools yeah so i don't know exactly like why this was but i know she went from like maybe it was like kind of a professional kind of high school type of thing and then she went to a quote-unquote normal gymnasium or high school uh-huh. and something with that meant that she i guess maybe had to wait for a new semester sure. i don't know all sure. those details but it was four months but again she was enrolled but, in the but, school she just wasn't going to but school. that but that then made it look like she wasn't living in denmark or how, how what's what's the well because that's the catch right so for any permanent residency permit uh you need to be working uh for in my case it was within um three and a half of the last four years And it has to be over 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if you're a kid, you probably can't do that. So yeah. they count education. So basically, if you've been in like uh, since kindergarten to high school yeah. and you've been there full time with no gaps, that counts for your um, okay. for your permanent residency as well. And that's the law that they're going to now look into changing. Okay. Because they're like, that's ridiculous. She just switched schools. It was a completely That's normal thing insane. that people do. Yeah. Uh, and because she did that, she had the audacity to uh, change schools. Then it's like, oh, sorry, no, you had a four-month gap. Yeah. Denied. Wow. There are so many of these cases. Uh, mm-hmm. Not all of them gets the proper attention. No, and exactly. But and that's why I are just. Yeah. I think it's great that people do speak out and do make a, a big uh, kind of fuss about it. Because, yeah. for example. There was a case uh, a while ago before I was a student here um, where he was non-EU as well. And he was working in a hotel, I believe, to help pay for his education. Mm. And at that time, you could only work, I think it was 15 hours per week. 
and he couldn't afford to live here on 15 hours a week. And he technically averaged a bit more than 15 hours. Uh, So he got caught, he got deported, but then he made such a big point about it. They've actually now raised the uh, hours you can work per week as non-EU students to 20 hours. So if he hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have been able to support myself while I was here. So really important that these stories get out but it's just really goes to show how strict and like there's no nuance yeah. in these rules it's like you did not follow the rules yeah we will not look at the context we yeah. will just say ah, yeah, yeah denied i mean i can get to some extent that it's hard you can't look at yeah or no i actually don't get that i get that <laughs> it can, I, i get that it's time constraining but these are fucking people you have to like that's sorry you exactly. have to do that Like exactly. you can't just be throwing out people who've lived their whole life in a country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. In school. There's a there's a civil servant listening to this podcast going, I don't sound like that. <laughs> I do Seriously. not sound like that. How dare you? But yeah. there's also another one, how does he know? <laughs> I sound exactly like that. I really uh, try to hide it, but uh, I I heard that if you get if you marry a Dane, you don't automatically get to live here. Well, that's why a lot of people choose to uh, move to Sweden or Germany, mm-hmm. because actually EU uh, residency laws are much, much more uh, easy to at- obtain than Danish ones. So actually it does penalize uh, Danish citizens who have the audacity to fall in love with non-EU citizens. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sure at some point, because so many people have been doing this, I hope they don't uh, change it, but I'm sure they'll figure some way to, you know, nip that one in the bud mm. as well. But I, mm. that's why I know a lot of people who will say, I'm sick of Danish immigration. It's heartache after heartache. It's expensive. I feel like I'm always going to be, you know, on the verge of getting kicked out. Can't relax. Let's mm. just move to Malmö. You yeah. Know, you, like the, the Dane in the situation, you like, you know, commute. I'll look for a job here. Mm. We'll live here in Sweden for a couple of years. I'll get my EU residency. And then, and then just, we'll come I, back. I, I go back and do exactly what I was doing all along. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But it's just like, that does not make any sense uh, no whatsoever i really hope there will be some kind of i don't, I don't know maybe because the social democrats are uh, plummeting in, in the polls at the moment mm. oh yeah and uh danish folk party who probably were the catalyst for a lot of these uh, draconian laws mm-hmm. uh, are also not doing too great they're having mm. a whole internal conflict with uh, their new modern mr smith yeah, became yeah, the, yeah. the leader of the party but he's had to oust pierre casco who was basically the The, the, the queen dragon mother i don't know something she was she was <laughs> the kind of the the uh, starter and really yes did yeah. a lot of good for that party yes um and she has to be ousted so there's there's a lot of internal conflict yeah. so hopefully and i mean there's some exciting i wouldn't say exciting that's maybe a bit too much but mm. there are some like winds of change blowing i would say because i didn't watch the full thing but i have heard that in metaflexen's new year's speech she actually did talk about the fact that Hmm. If we want our workforce to kind of survive and to thrive, mm-hmm. we might need to revisit some of these policies and be more welcoming to foreign uh, labor and foreign workers. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that they are, you know, um, it's a small thing, but the fact they're saying, okay, yeah, this kind of um, you were born here, 
you know, you've gone to school here, you are, for all intents and purposes, Danish, and you still can't get this uh, residency. That's, that's tough, man. Yeah, so they are revisiting that. So there are tiny little signs mm. of change, but again, it's... Uh, it's tough, especially when you sit in that boat where you're always watching the news, like, are they going to kick us out? Are they going to yeah. make it harder? Yeah. Are they going to charge us more money for the yeah. pleasure of applying? You know, it's, a, yeah, it's I, fun. I feel, I feel so ignorant. Alive? Alive. Oh, alive. <laughs> and ignorant. Oh, and ignorant, yeah. Um, but you, you, uh, you, where, where are you from originally in America? So family's from New York, but I grew up uh, in Florida, in Tampa. And do you, do you, do you know your uh background family wise like like heritage yeah i mean that's the classic thing uh in the u.s right oh i'm yeah. uh half uh irish half german yeah. if i said that here uh people would be like yeah no, no. you're not but i that's technically my but, okay. ancestry uh, because i know uh, for, for instance i know like a lot of south africans uh get their irish mm. passport and they can live and work in europe with that yeah see my um, problem is is that my family uh goes way way back we're talking like pilgrim time so i'm okay even though you know i got the last name to prove it and all that yeah, yeah my yeah, family yeah. is like it's too far long, back to be like gone. this one yeah okay yeah and I, i mean trust me i've asked my parents are you sure there's not some secret Maybe. eu passport like hidden <laughs> away in a yeah, drawer yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like huh Your great grandmother was Swiss. I'm like, that's not <laughs> that's helpful not at all. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, but it's true. That is definitely a way that I, uh, people some people have, can yeah. kind of oh. as if I'm sitting here being like, Kristen, I know you've been living here for 10 years, but did you ever think <laughs> that maybe? <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Just <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, but let's hope uh, good news and not bad news will come out of immigration for in the sure, coming for sure, months. For sure, let's yeah. see. Yeah. Didn't you know a guy who's a chef who's had a having a pretty messed up time? Yeah, no, it was kind of a similar. No, it wasn't similar in the sense that uh, it was uh, Sahida, a, a restaurant, um, who had brought over a, a, a chef specifically to. Oh, I can't remember it well enough to to redo it, but there was also okay. he he yeah basically like to me it's just a he was working here he had a job he's paying taxes he yeah. brought his family to the country like that's he's not a burden to the society he is contributing to society yeah like his I just don't get it mm-hmm. exactly and, and, I mean because of course I understand you do have to have some parameters some sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. requirements like I'm not saying do away with that. But you have to have room for like real life situations, yeah. the complexity of real life. Mm. Nobody's ever going to be able to follow this, uh, you know, unless you really suffer and kind of give up things to follow it. So mm-hmm. there's got to be a balance there. Because yeah. yeah. like you said, if you're committed to the place, you're living here, you're working here, you know, you're contributing like that mm. should be I can't, I can't, good enough. Yeah, I can't get like that messes with my head, the idea that this, the the the, the story you told, um, yeah. that... Uh, woman had been uh, was born in Denmark yeah. studied lived speaks and you're like no but, no, but you're not yeah. you're not that's that's crazy no yeah. it it's doesn't crazy. make any sense I can't I imagine like I can't imagine like having a child here and they'd be like yeah you're not uh, you're mm. not Danish though mm. fuck that's well that I know I, it, it's kind well, of a, her case is reopened yeah that's good, the good news good, good, so good. hopefully there'll be some good news for her yeah. uh, soon yeah. especially with the with the pressure from the public mm. And what about you? Actually, okay, so so that's a that's a tough thing that you've been dealing with since you've moved here. But what about life in Denmark in general? How do you feel living here? Oh, I love. 
love it. Honestly, I do. I, I have a check-in with myself every birthday. Now yeah, that okay. it's getting to be a couple years. So, And this was a big one this year. I turned 30. So hey. I was like, whew, okay, starting my 30s. Mm-hmm. Am I still happy with this situation? And yeah. I said, very much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I really am. I mean, of course, you know, it's hard living uh, so far. I mean, I'm very jealous of my friends who can just get on a two-hour flight and and go see their family. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit more complex for me, especially mm. with COVID. So yeah. I went home for the first time in two years this Christmas. Mm. So that part I don't love, but uh, but everything else, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, especially being back in the US, there's things I love about it, but things I just could never deal with. Just the lack of work-life balance, the mm. healthcare situation. I mean, I could yeah. go on and on. We could do, you know, two hours talking yeah. about yeah, yeah. that. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is so, your family still in Florida? Or? Yeah, yeah. So my parents and my sister are still down there. So, I mean, that's also a great perk. I mean, every time I go home for Christmas, I basically just go to the beach. It's, yeah. It's fabulous. Oh, <laughs> I can good. recommend having some family in a, in a Florida or Hawaii <laughs> or Australia or <laughs> any of those <laughs> any of those kind of places. The Jamaican bobsled team is back. They are? Yeah. What? I love yeah. Cool Runnings. That was like my oh, favorite movie. Am I breaking your kid. head? No, I know what it is. Okay, right, yeah. But it's an actual Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. Oh, shit. It, it was a true story. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But, and now... <laughs> I know they're, 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 yeah, they're, 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 they're the four-man bobsled team is back. Mm. Or four-person, I think, could be mixed. I don't okay. know. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Is the coach also a big, fat, white guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. I hope not. I um, hope not. Lucky Ake. Uh, Isn't there Lucky Ake in that film? Yes, oh, exactly. Well, I love that, that one was a great kid. film. Watched yeah. it over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, right. So I've uh, I've I've looked. Oh, at that's not your new story. That's not my new story. <laughs> no. no, that's just my my, my internal ramblings uh, brought to life. Uh, I, uh, I I've brought, brought espionage to the show a few times. Yes, and Ooh. it continues today. Ooh. Uh, right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take us way back to 2018. Uh, w- way back when. That yeah. Well, do you remember a time when uh, the whole island of Zealand? got shut down, closed, and we couldn't leave for a day. Yes. Wait a second. That's ringing some very distant bells. Yeah. yeah. So there was a day, a really random day, where all of a sudden, except for flights, I think, all transport on and off the uh, the island mm. was shut so down. So they shut down the bridges. and All bridges, oh. ferries, everything, right? Hot air balloons. Yeah, hot air balloons, <laughs> shot down. Drones. Straight down. Really big swans. <laughs> really, really big. Paddle swans. Um, but the, actually, I just want to clarify, it was in my head a second ago. When we say Malama, it's a, that's the city across the way from Copenhagen in Sweden. Just yes. in case somebody oh, yeah, didn't... we've re- talked yeah. about them a lot Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. Just in case someone's listening, like in Aarhus or something, he's like, what the fuck is Malama? Malama's right next door to, like, like, you can throw a stone to it. It's, it's where the bridge goes. I'm sure you all know that. But just in case. Um, but anyway, so the uh, the island of Zealand, which is pronounced... Zealand. Thank you. Uh, was shut down, right? And back then, it was because there was meant to be a robbery. Ooh. And the cops were chasing uh, this particular black car. And mm-hmm. da, 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 right? Yeah. Uh, and then about six months later, they came out and said, actually, there was no robbery. It was an assassination attempt on an Iranian. Yeah. Whoa. Right? Yeah. Then one that Iranian plus two more Iranians were arrested for terrorism charges and espionage hmm. in Denmark. Their case has just come to a conclusion. Okay. They have found they have been in uh, in the courts in Roskilde uh, for the past couple of years. Uh, and they have been found uh, to be passing on 
information to uh, the Saudi government, right? Because they are members of the, or let me see if I can get this right, the Arab struggle movement of the liberation of uh, Aziz. Aziz, I'm probably saying that wrong. Hazaz. Ha- I got, sorry, anyway, uh, forgive my shitty pronunciation. But that is a uh, Iranian um, separatist group, right? Mm-hmm. So the Saudis are backing this group. And from my understanding, the uh, as a favor for the backing, these guys have been helping the Saudi government with information. So it's not only been like about Iranian In knowledge they may have about communities and stuff. It's also Danish stuff. Okay. Whatever information they had about Denmark. So they've Whoa. all they've been passing on information to the Saudi government. Uh, but also because they were make they were uh, uh, sending funds uh, to this organization, they've been considered terrorists because they're funding, funding. the m- militant mm. wing of mm. the movement. Um, So yeah, and it turns out I didn't realize this, but it turned because I knew that these guys had been arrested, and they're like saying about espionage. Da, da, da. But it turns out one of them was the guy who'd been attempted as the assassination against. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of these guys was the guy who was tried to be killed by Iran. Oh. And that Iranian guy, or the, sorry, the assassin was a Norwegian Nor- Iranian who's now in prison. And Iran is denying him, like saying we don't know who that guy is. Okay. And also, uh, these guys are probably going to get 12 years. Twelve years, yeah. 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 yeah, which is which life, life, yeah, much. yeah. So oh. that's a lot, of right? Yeah, that's all connected. Yeah. Did I, did I, did I? I think did I, describe I think that? I got it. I yeah, think I got it. Well yeah. enough. I yeah. So it's yeah. But so. weren't there? So when there was an assassination attempt, attempt, it was one of the. Because what it was three guys. Three three Iranians um, have been arrested in Denmark. Or, yeah, sorry, have been sentenced in Denmark. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And one of them was the person. That one of them was the uh, the the victim of an assassination side. attempt here in Denmark. In Denmark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not the kind of story you'd expect coming out of Denmark, right? Of of all the countries. Well, here's the thing, right? I think I I have a sneaky feeling that Denmark's full of. Little hidden yeah. espionage and, and kind of rendezvous and stuff That's like that. That's very Scandi Noir. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> that that has been my issue with Scandi Noir. Is I could never really watch it. It's like that shit doesn't happen here. I, it, I could never take them seriously. Exactly. Because I'm like, they get out of here. I'm like, like, I've seen a news story about like an old lady's purse getting stolen. That's the kind of crime reports I mm-hmm. see. I mean, I know, of course, there's other sure. crimes, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. These kind of things happen under our nose, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, you uh, might be right. Yeah. They, but but the reason you don't see about anything about them is because they're done really well. Oh. 99% of it goes completely like these three guys didn't like break into a fucking office in. Ahos and then got caught by the police. Mm. Someone gave them up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone yeah. they they were like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They like someone's like, ah, these guys are we, we gotta get rid of these guys now, right? Mm. For some reason, right? So it's like, I think it's it all happens. We just don't. Yeah. Think about yeah. it. Yeah, and like, I mean it's a it's a high trust society, right? Yeah. So people don't don't quit. Go, oh, there's definitely like criminals around here. Boom! Exactly. That's exactly. Right. That's yeah. what you do it all here because no one's gonna. Like if you have a like a a, a, a clandestine rendezvous in a in a in a park, no one's going to be like, they're 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 selling secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Tuesday night. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> Those two guys in trend coach really like feeding ducks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> How wholesome. <Yeah. laughs> But yeah, I think I think it's like it's like you know this reason you see like people go to 
like Switzerland for and and uh, like for for massive negotiations and stuff like like international mm-hmm. negotiations and Holland for that kind of thing. I think it's all like these kind of like neutrally mm. areas is where all these kind of mm, maybe, yeah. heavy duty decisions are made and and, and it also surprised. I, I, this is a while ago, so I, uh, maybe because you work within banking a little bit. I do. I mean, I'm I'm on the communication side, yeah, so yeah, okay. I'm no finance expert, but but you there can hit was. Me. I just remember there were stories about sort of Denmark actually being a tax haven for Russian oligarchs or something. Yeah, well, I mean, there is definitely a reason why a lot of the big banks here in Denmark have divested from their Russian and Baltic operations because of this link with terrorist financing and and this kind of thing. So Hmm. definitely the the major, not even just Danish banks, the Nordic banks are saying, okay, yeah, we don't really want to get caught up in this. You know, we've been through the Panama Papers. We've been through all that. Let's uh, back up and let's maybe just focus on our home market. Okay. So I think you're you're definitely on to something there and um but i mean i will say from what i can see that uh yeah kind of the nordic countries they do invest and put a lot into kind of the anti-money laundering and all of that kind of stuff so okay but uh you know take what i say with a grain of salt i am no expert on that (laughs) how 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 you're saying they're putting back so how how are they just like literally closing accounts being like oh we can't we can't take that money anymore or what That I'm not sure about, but I just know that a lot of them had kind of operations there yeah. and they're shutting it down. They're really? Saying, yeah, we're we're out of here. Uh, we're just going to focus on the Nordic countries now. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely, it's it's kind of insane, especially with like the rise of internet scams and stuff and just stuff, you know, with crypto and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many ways to just do fraudulent financial activities now. It's like... It's scary when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't. What, what in the long run do you think it's a viable thing to close down and just work with the Nordic countries? Well, I mean, I think it's hard, right? Because everything is more and more global. Yeah. And there's parts of that I really like. You know, mm-hmm. I I like uh, the fact that I feel like you know the world is is open and it's not so based on your passport and you know where you happened to be born. That's yeah. the cool thing with the internet. I think is that you can connect to the whole world and the whole world feels a bit closer. But I guess on the flip side, the scary part of that is mm-hmm. then you can get even more sophisticated with crime mm-hmm. uh, and financial crime specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's reminding me of a story I read about recently as well about um, this fake police officer that went to some old lady's house here in Denmark and knocked on the door. I guess he had a pretty good outfit because he knocked on the door and said, hey, uh, your den court has been uh, like misused. So I need you to give it to me and along with a couple of other details. And she did it because she thought it was uh, a police officer. Because everyone trusts everybody. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. wow. and then uh, the bank was like, hey, um, you know, this is not looking good. <laughs> There's like lots of withdrawals on your account. You know, you're oh. out of a few hundred thousand kona now. Uh, that is not the police. <laughs> that oh, no. was a fake police officer. Oh. There's there's a there's a show. Uh, Laura, Maz Mixon blah, 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 was in a cop show. Yeah. Rise or something. Rise of Holoth. Traveling yeah. traveling mm-hmm. team. Traveling, traveling team. Do you know this? I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, my partner watches it, right? Mm. It's old school as shit. Have you seen it? You've seen it, Yeah, right? yeah. You gotta watch it. It's I have. So, I'll let me like some mess. years old or something. Uh, more, I'd yeah, say. Okay. It's like... It's before he got Hollywood fucking, famous. It's yeah. so... Ba- like, it's so tacky. <laughs> it's so tacky. It's oh, way before he got Hollywood famous. Yeah, yeah. It's like... It's like synthy. It's got... Actually, I, I want to... Uh, how do you? I'm gonna play the intro. For oh, you, please do! I need so to hear this. Cheesy. How do you spell it for me? 
R E J S E H O L D E T. Wow, I love me some mess. I gotta check that out, <laughs> even if it's horrible. <laughs> Can practice my Danish, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's probably good for that. It's probably good for that. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's, but it's a real like it's based on a it's a real department like yeah. this travel mm. department. But th- that, this is my point. After hearing this, this that's my point, right? Uh, I should do this on my phone properly, actually. But no, right? we can that's hear. That's fine. I hear. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's funky. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would so be able funny. to tell that that's a Danish uh, intro to a Danish really? television show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That could be a quiz. We should do yeah, that. Yeah, that could be a fun quiz. Um, but so that, and then there's like the, 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 like, um, the, um, the segues and stuff like that between scenes. Like there'll be sexy saxophone and stuff like that. It's so fucking cheesy. <laughs> but uh, like You should watch Taxa then. Taxa? We had like a show called Taxa. Yeah. Which is also, it wasn't like a crime show. It was just like they're following like a, a taxi, or a <laughs> two, two rivaling taxi Ooh, kind rival. of company. <laughs> uh, the evil one and the good one. Oh my God. Because uh, that, that's how taxis real, work. real yeah. thick stereo Danish, and it's very much uh, Copenhagen centric. Yeah. So I, so yeah, I think that could be actually quite fun to, to watch. But the, but you said that this, organ, what, what's it? Reiseholo. Yeah, which is... Travel team, travel team. Travel team. Travel team. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the the idea is like this group go to assist in particular crimes around the country, right? Like yeah, they need extra I think, help. I think that's, right? the, that's the deal. Mm. But I understand, my understanding is that the cases in the show are real cases. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was based on, on a lot of true uh, cases. Like Now, here's the thing. If for all of you sitting thinking you live in a quiet country where there's no crime, watch this show. The crimes are twisted. It's always okay. messed up okay, psycho makes me, murderers. Makes me doubt. <laughs> it's like we're okay. getting a fact check here. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's like. I'm sure it's like. There was a killing, and this person was guilty, and they were like, uh, it was connected to like you know killing their mothers. So it's a twisted crime, but then they dramatize that, right? Yeah. But it is like there's a lot of like. You know They're all inspired of authentic cases. That's me. enough okay. for me, man. Yeah. That's enough for me. Because you know what it is. I think at least it's it's all relative, right? Yeah. So for me, coming from the U.S. and I lived in New Orleans as well, one of the biggest murder capitals of the United States. Really, you get used to like not being able to walk alone at night. Yeah, basically any gender, but especially as a woman, like mm. you know, carjackings, muggings, the, the worst things you can imagine, just random. Mm. That's mm. our greatest, greatest strength. We're great at adapting to things. Yeah. Probably also to the detriment sometimes. Exactly. We just accept living. It's just like, like, this is normal. And then I yeah. moved here and I'm like, oh my God, I can like walk around at 3 a.m. I mean, yeah. of course you should have some street smarts and like be aware of where you're, mm, where yeah, you're at. Yeah. But I just, I feel so at ease. I'm like, I can't believe I used to not go out alone at night. Like yeah. you'd be like, oh, it's 6.30 p.m. I'm uh better get a buddy or else wow. I can't walk down the street and go to the grocery store. Like wow. it's wild. Yeah. So maybe that's also why I kind of, you know, oversee some of the more serious crimes of Denmark. I'm yeah, like, ah, yeah, yeah. it's nothing compared to that. Yeah, sure. uh, true. I mean, like, I like not I'm, to, you know, uh, Uh, what do you call that? Like it's not a competition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not to uh, New Orleans wins, <laughs> and not to negate, you know, the, the seriousness of the crimes here. But you know. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, and I'm not trying to say, hey, actually, we live in a in a society of terror. You should be you scared. Don't 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 go out alone. <laughs> That's not, not my course. point either. But it, it was just like I think there's more 
happening mm. and we're not talking mm. about it or not aware of it. Yeah, you're you know? probably right. I'm just, uh, that's my you know what I feel like is the perfect uh, story to uh, <laughs> encompass both the, 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 the danger and the not danger? Mm. What's that? A story about pillow fights. Ah, yeah. yes. Let's <laughs> that's do it. it. So um, on, uh, I read uh, an article about uh, that. Uh, I think it's called Pentalon. Is that? Do you know this? Like the, it's. Mm, I mean, I've it's heard one of these triathlon. Sport, yeah, just a triathlon. Pen- pentathlon. Pentathlon. Maybe that's mm. yeah. Penta is like five. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so there's triathlon and there's a pentathlon, mm. and uh, they do five games. But apparently, in the last Olympics, uh, the the German lady who was in the in the lead, mm. uh, her horse went a bit wild mm-hmm. and she whipped her horse a bit too hard mm-hmm. so they've now removed uh, the, this riding yeah, element I, no somebody punched a horse that was the one that really caused havoc. they punched a horse yeah well, okay. it's, <laughs> right in the but, article it says both the trainer and her whipped it so I don't know if it was like during and then after they also uh, whipped it oh or god punched that's it. twisted Jesus. yeah uh, no because you can see it online she like the, the horse was close to the trainer and the trainer like just punched it in the arse the bum of the horse Uh, <laughs> I was imagining what? just like a sucker punch to yeah. the horse face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, who no, would no. do that? No, no. <laughs> yeah, bang. Um, no, I, and the thing is, like, the other thing is with this, uh, they didn't in this tournament and in this competition, you don't know the horse you're going to ride. Like it's it's the Olympic oh, like sets random. like yeah yeah picks the horses. You go pick up a horse. First. Yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah, like go down nice to the horse shop. You got there. Uh, <laughs> you wanna go? Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I know what you're yeah. saying. Anyway, so uh, yeah, re- regardless, it was either a punch and a whip and a whip and a punch and or a whip whip. Uh, but it has been <laughs> removed from from the pentathlon, mm-hmm. and now they need uh, uh, another discipline for this. And um, many things, uh, drone uh, flying has been suggested. Uh, some kind of uh, cyber uh, horse uh, riding thing was uh, suggested. Cy- cyber, or like you know, virtual reality horse riding thingy. What? Um, How's that come back? And uh, finally, also pillow fighting. Pillow fighting, right. which I think is great. I totally want pillow fighting. I too. think I need a bit more on the details like so pillow fighting is a thing in the states of course what? Uh, <laughs> naturally <laughs> a, like a competition yes uh, there is uh, what's it uh, what's the organization called let me just see uh, there's the uh, PPFC pillow fight championships <laughs> uh, so there's like a legit sport in wow in, okay in, I, in I have to say I've never seen that never heard of no. it no no um And uh, yeah, they do it in a boxing ring, and they have special pillows and gloves, uh, and wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the details. Pajama shorts or <laughs> no, like, like sleepover party style. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh, and and the guy who started the sport is like, well, there's a lot of people who you know they want the excitement of a fight, but they don't want the injuries and the blood and the the violence. So yeah. pillow fighting. Yes. Interesting. Uh, I don't know what the rules are, like if it's 12 rounds or what the deal is. Uh, that would be and like, where in the events would it be? Like, mm-hmm. is it last? Is it first? You know. Uh, well, so currently it, it, it's uh, fencing, swimming, uh, uh, cross country running or terrain running. I don't know what you call it, and uh, shooting. Okay. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe would come in before shooting because I think the whole <laughs> thing with shooting is like you got to do something really active. So you so the trick is to get your pulse down before you start shooting. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, 
But um, yeah, so pillow fight, drone racing. I didn't know that. Is bicycling, that why you, like cycling? Yeah, that's like with this cross country skiing yeah. thing. You do something very high octane, and then you have to like. Yeah, the, the trick is to, to sort of yeah to do this precision shot, ah, sort of lower your pulse very quickly. That's very cool. Yeah. How's Denmark doing in the Olympics? Yeah, good question. I have no idea. Ah. <laughs> Last I checked, I'm, they I'm, didn't I'm, have. I'm like, I have. Is it? Last I checked, they the had moment? no medals. Oh. But that was a couple of days they beat ago. Canada in something, didn't they? Or no, Czech. There's. It was like I read somewhere. It's like ah, oh, finally we beat the Czechs. I don't know what what though. I have, I have no idea what's going on in the Olympics. Normally, yeah. I quite like following. It's the Winter Olympics, right? <laughs> or what? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ah, <laughs> yes. oh, Jesus, Marius. <laughs> oh wow. I thought this would be a thing for you, like. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, yeah. Normally, I'm quite into s- yeah. sports. Yeah. Not this time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so are they? But they're not actually. Are they going to actually go with the the pillows and? Uh, I doubt it. Hmm. It seemed like it was kind of a joke suggestion, but poetry used to be in the Olympics. Poetry, poetry. yeah, like a hundred years ago. Yeah, I kind of. I think that. Ireland has a, a, a gold medal in poetry. Of course you would. I think so. <laughs> I, I think love that. You would that. be the best. In yeah, <laughs> roses are red. It's like drinking and 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 writing poetry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah see, that's the kind of Olympics I want to watch. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a nice one. So that was a, that was just a little bonus bonus. Yeah, bonus. Well, if we're, if we're on the bonuses, let's have a quick look at the um, the other news. Uh, quick quick fire round on Danish news. This actually had nothing to do with Denmark. I just I know that. Yeah, yeah. But Denmark could participate. They could one potenti- day. Yes. So that's, there you go. Thank you. That's Thank enough. You. Um, <laughs> the queen. The queen has uh, Corona. I heard about that's, that. Uh, That's uh, something. Uh, another thing is a health authority issue advice to doctors over chemical pollution. Uh, the Danish health authorities have issued guidelines to doctors for answering questions for patients concerned about pollutions with PFAS chemicals. The chemicals which can be presented as health risks to human if ingested via cattle uh, and other things like plants and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, it's been found that uh, dozens of locations in Denmark re- in recent months uh, have uh, tested positive for potential risk to these uh, chemicals. Ooh. So it's going to... In what? In our drinking water? or uh, uh, It's in... Uh, what's it? It's in via cattle, uh, edible plants, oh. fish, and bathing contaminated water. Uh-oh. Bathe? What's bathing contaminated water? Swimming in a pond. Like bathing in contaminated water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not bathing <laughs> contaminated water. No, no, no. <laughs> a very specific kind of water. Uh, <laughs> uh, one, I'm a bit slow today. Uh, uh, me too, sorry. don't worry. Um, uh, another one is Danish prices uh, are the big, have had the biggest jump uh, since 2008. Everyday prices of goods in Denmark have increased 4.2% in 12 months. Another thing that increased in price was this whole uh, project about building a sort of a water protection oh, thingy, but yeah, it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be an island. Ah. Yeah. And uh, they had uh, budgeted with the, just for the outer rim kind of protection barrier, I think they budgeted with 300 million. Turns out it's 500 million. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's okay. uh, pretty off on the calculations. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit off. <laughs> um, what, 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 what's the story with inflation? Now do we have a, a, a oh, bank... No. <laughs> A bank, uh, a bank owner here. Oh, please, uh, do not ask me that because I don't know. I just know it's bad right now. Yeah, that's all I got. But and is the, it? Is it, it is. It is getting bad. And But the housing it's getting prices. Bad, but we've been saying that for 
fucking long time. We've been saying that ever since the, they started printing out money, you know, to all the banks with my, to zero my, interest I, rates. Where, where, I, where I saw it, where it's hit me most. Of course, we talked about the energy issue mm-hmm. at the moment, the high yeah, prices in energy. We talked that's about bad. it last week. Um, uh, but where I see it most right now is my local oh, Vietnamese my roll store. Oh. Uh, I normally go for the, um, the honey glazed pork. Sounds delicious. Really nice. 65 kron. Treat yourself. Get that. 70 kron now. <gasps> 70 kron this, since January. See? It's happening. Know, it's happening. I mean, fucking, it's hitting us all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did actually, I listened to a, a little webinar last night about buying real estate in Denmark. Because that's something I might want to do at some point. Mm. And they had like all these experts there. They had like bank people. They had like uh, real estate agents. They had like tax people, all, lawyers, whatever. And they basically said, like, because somebody's like, it's, you know, the prices are really bad. Like, what do you see is going to happen? Is it going to get, you know, uh, more affordable? Da, da, da. They're like, yeah, well, in like 2016, we said, wow, it's getting really uh, expensive. Like, uh-huh. maybe wait it out and it will uh, calm down a bit. And they said, actually, now it's the worst uh, ever. Yeah. So maybe don't, like, wait around too long for mm. it to get a lower. But then just buy now or? Well, they said, you know, it's kind of. You can't really predict it. So you could wait, but it could be the same that they said, you know, five years ago. Like, oh, this is really high. Mm. It'll come down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like there's been some kind of someone messed up or 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 <laughs> we, we just didn't know what the fuck was happening. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's the, yeah, it's the same with inflation and house market. Like, yeah. Like, like there was some predictions about where it was going to go and it didn't really happen. Nope. <laughs> Maybe that's quite normal, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, not that I should understand it, but there's something I completely don't understand when I listen to people who should understand it. It also, to me, sounds a little bit like, I don't really know. <laughs> but they just say it in a way more intelligent in way. In a fancy way. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm... Uh, Um, A little bit of a follow-up piece of information or a bit of news from uh, a while back. We talked about uh, Denmark uh, making an agreement with Kosovo or or with the region of Kosovo uh, to use a prison to um, uh, imprison 300 inmates from Denmark, right? Mm. Uh, There's been development there. Uh, Denmark says that the prison has to renovate before they can do this, right? Uh, I thought it would be for prison cells, and there's not much talk of prison cells in there. Uh, it's about uh, work conditions, because there'll be Danish people working there, I d- or da- the authorities. Yeah, 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 like, uh, yeah okay. da- authorities, which I didn't think that would happen. I thought, uh, of course, maybe there'd be like a, a um, what would you call it, like a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, something like one authority. Oh, like, like a warden? No, 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 not a warden, but like a kind of like a an in-between person to like make uh. sure that everything's going smoothly. Maybe that. But I didn't think they'd actually be like, oh, no, we're sending people out there to, mm. to monitor these prisoners. Might be because they got a lot of pushback from the fact that a lot of these prisons were yeah, known to have uh, a lot of corruption mm-hmm. and like, uh, yeah, they wouldn't live up to Danish standards in terms of sort of how do you treat inmates uh, mm. No, yeah, it, okay, actually does say, uh, uh, so they're like, uh, renovations would include removal of mold and repairs to office areas, uh, which is needed, um, which is indeed at the, which is needed at the prison, uh, the, fuck, I can't read today, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so they're talking about mold and everything like that, but it's interesting because I thought maybe it was connected to, uh, see, when you start doing news every week, 
and looking at Danish news every week, you start seeing these connections, right? Yeah. It's mad. It's like yeah. we live we live in a country where things matter. Um, <laughs> but because uh, uh, Denmark couldn't give the um, pirates back to uh, the a, a particular country, their Danish navy picked up four pirates. Uh, couldn't put give them back to uh, West African countries because they couldn't guarantee that the uh, the uh, oh, justice yeah. system they would go into would be up to Danish standards, which ah. is what they needed to be because Denmark had captured them or taken mm. them. Right? Yeah. Okay. I I'm wondering, is it the same here that because Probably. these yeah. are prisoners, Danish prisoners, do they have to be up to Danish standards as well? Yeah. I guess uh, that would make sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. Or it's the Geneva Convention. Ah, uh, well then. I, don't I know. guess, yeah. No, that's, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, question that, was mark. A, that was a question mark. That was a. Geneva Convention? Yeah, I'm going to. It's like the last the last moment in the court case. <laughs> a Geneva <Nima> Convention? Convention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, okay, that was a few uh, little, 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 little bits of news for you. Uh, okay, so Marius, what do you have for me now? Uh, but I got uh, I got uh, I got a hot tip for you. Hot tip, Marius's hot tip. What what's your hot tip for the week ahead? Well, uh, it, this weekend, this very weekend, yeah. uh, is your last chance to go uh, watch uh, the Panto uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs from uh, CCC Copenhagen yes. Theater Circle. So uh, you both have seen it. Yes, I was yes, there yes, Tuesday yes, yes. opening night. Super fun. You, yeah. you can really like it's very cathartic, you know, because you can yell stuff, you yes. cheer, you boo, you yeah. like go, it's behind you. So yeah. it's actually really really fun. You can I really, have to yeah. say. Get some emotions out, yeah, cathartic and yeah. Uh, great for the children. Yeah, bring the kids. very yeah. kid friendly, but also with some good uh, some good adult some, jokes. Yeah, in there. some uh, innuendos in there. Mm-hmm. And on Tuesday, uh, this uh, coming Tuesday, the 15th, Uh, you can uh, check out uh, three for two improv shows uh, at Theater Play out in Amma. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that's very funny. Uh, oh, have you? I've heard. Have you? I've heard that's very funny. Your very own uh, Owen and uh, Martin uh, will uh, be performing as Surreal. Yes, 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 indeed. I shall be performing. But yes, it'll be fun. Come on, away out. Um, and also, we have uh, we have a, a, a competition. Yes. To to a winner to announce. We. Why uh, that like well, that? well. Do uh, we, Kristen? You yes. will. Uh, you will. Uh, It'll be the 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 decider. Ooh, okay. So what what are, what are we working with? Yeah, so remind we, us about what the competition is. So the competition was uh I took a picture of a a, a local uh, shop in Denmark. Okay. Oh, in Copenhagen, I would say. Um, and uh, all you had to do was uh, to tag this uh or guess whatever uh, shop you thought this was. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the comments, and uh, we're very happy. We got the nine nine answers. Okay. So all you have to do, Kristen, mm-hmm. is pick a number between one and nine. <gasps> okay, this is really tough, but I'm gonna mm, go with seven. Yeah, it's always seven. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. No, it's not. But it's like it's like a common like the where the brain goes. Okay. Who's number seven? Number seven is drum roll. <laughs> uh, it is uh, Maria. Hey. Yes. Congrats, uh, Maria. Maria. Lovely. And the, what was the correct answer, Mary? The correct answer was uh, Copenhagen Float. So a massive uh, shout out to Copenhagen Float because they were uh, very, very generous and denoted, do- donated. I guess you say that uh, a, a float, so which is Maria. You a have very won very fancy thing uh, to win an hour's uh, 
lovely floating tank. Deep, uh, what was it? Uh, um, sensory deprivation. Yes, it's a sensory float. deprivation tank with yeah. uh, 400 uh, liters of Epsom salt. Yes. That you just uh, you float on. Sounds like brilliant. back in the womb. <laughs> it is actually very yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, we've uh, both done it. So uh, I will, uh, I will contact Maria and send her uh, yeah. uh, that. And uh, we have uh, a whole new competition this week. There will be photos put up on our Facebook page and our Instagram uh, of a, uh, a location in Copenhagen. And all you have to do, literally, all you have to do is like link the business mm-hmm. that you think it is. That's Now it? you don't like. I mean, it is so simple. And then you're in the draw. That's easy. Then you're in the draw. And like, I I've no. I think people like just wait until there's like four or five answers, and then they just start. Yeah. Doing the same one. And you know what? That's fine. That's totally okay. Just <laughs> link the name. Link the name and you're in the draw. That's all it is. It's yes. a real simple thing. Uh, and that's it for this show. So I'm going to say uh, thank you very much, Maris. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you very much, Kristen. Thank you. Uh, uh, we will be back in two weeks' time. Uh, until then, uh, enjoy yourselves and stay coping.